When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talking Tactics takes its pride in <laughs> knowing the right time to have emergency communications. In the past, I think we did one when Neymar was bought for 200 million euros. We've done one when Mourinho was sacked, when Carlo was sacked from Bayern. Um... I think we did one last year when Barcelona lost to Liverpool and there were some other shenanigans that happened in the same way. Um, so we've had a few emergency communications in the past. This one, this one's deep. Um, I don't, do we need to do the intro? I'm Daniel. He's have hope. It is what it no, is. No, no, no. <laughs> if, if, if you're listening to a talking tactics emergency communication, you know what it is. Follow us on the social medias, all that good stuff. But let's get to the meat of this. So eight two uh we saw today um what what makes this i think what makes this probably even better is if this game was taking place in a normal time obviously there'd be first first leg second leg all that kind of stuff but there'd also be another game happening at the same time now maybe most people would be watching this but like the uh, the full attention of everybody on the planet who cares about football was on this game, which gave it a, an added level of pressure. And to have an 8-2 result in a Champions League quarterfinal with Barcelona playing Bayern Munich, I mean, bro. <laughs> it's, 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 I, I'm trying to put it maybe in a better context, but all I can think of is just 8-2. Damn. Because I, I when when these shock results happen, the first tendency is just to repeat the numbers. Eight two, eight two, mm. seven one, seven six one, seven. That's like the tendency. So people just get caught up in like eight two, eight two. But I think we kind of got to break down like what does eight two mean really? <laughs> no, no, okay, so, okay. See, the thing about the scoring is this: Barcelona only scored one goal in this game. That's the first thing to note. They only scored one goal. Second thing to note is Bayern did not score a single penalty. Mm. Not a single one of these goals was a penalty. That's also very key to know. Bayern also scored four goals in each half. It was 4-1 in each half, which... Yeah. Yikes. And you see, the thing about it is this is a moment in history. We see... This is similar to Brazil. Obviously, Brazil Germany is the, was one of the most, it, in my opinion, it's probably the most shocking moment in sports history is Brazil Germany. That's what it is. But this is the most shocking result in Champions League history. 
Ooh. You can't name me a more shocking result. I'm trying to think. You can't. I mean, we've, 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 we've seen more shocking games in terms of the context of yeah, the, like the drama and so forth. So, like Istanbul, you could think like, "Wow, you came back from three yeah, goals in the yeah. Champions League final. That's crazy." Um, and Deportivo, yeah, you know. Yeah, but I, yeah, there, there hasn't been anything like. And given that, yo, this is a one-off game, so Barcelona, you don't have. Oh, we were thinking about the second leg, and they just got yeah. the better. No, like this is it's this do was or it. die now or never, and you took eight, and it could have been ten or eleven quite easily. This scary. You see, now we're not getting to the cookie. Bayern had about Coman. You had a shot that you should have put away. Lewandowski, another shot that you should have put away. There they go. That was offside. This could have easily been ten. Easily been ten. And. I mean, do we discount that Alaba was the one that got the first goal? Like, yeah. <laughs> an, an incredible own goal. You know, Noya did his best, <laughs> but he couldn't keep it out. So, Barcelona literally had one great piece of action in the whole game, and it got them a goal from Suarez. But other than that, there was there was a Suarez chance in the first half at one one that maybe could have gone in. Uh, Messi had another chance at one one on his left foot that could have gone in. But you see, you see, I need I need a fact check on this. Has the team ever considered eight goals in a single game in the Champions League? I forgot we so were doing this got two legs. Say again? In a single game. I don't know about a single game. Um, I feel like Madrid might have caught somebody with eight. I'm sure Bayern made, might have caught somebody with eight before. Um, but, yeah, I forgot we were doing this live, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm trying to th- – because I had it on private chat and not on comments. Um, obviously, the, the remontata where Barcelona got PSG 6-1, that was – I think that was another emergency communication that we did. <laughs> um, yeah, I, this is up there with that. Like, this is like top three most shocking. I mean, even last year when, when Liverpool win 4-0, it's not as shocking. It won't be as infamous as this. Um but yeah, the, the the Champions League is always good for the unexpected, even no, if the unexpected is this. But let me ask you this then: let's let's talk tactics, <laughs> or let's talk tactics and psych- psychology. Okay. Is there? Because because again, I, I, I was trying to you know, do some some theory here. So, club team. Yep. More cohesive. Train a lot more. Play a lot more games. They have better chemistry. Than international teams, mm-hmm. is there something to be said that you put club teams in a situation like this where it's a knockout game? The dynamics of the game are more different, as opposed to over two legs or an international team that isn't as cohesive as a club side. Because when you look at, we've now had three games now. All three games have been very open as in pretty much almost end-to-end. So, because you can see, my belief was knockout stage, um, very careful, guys are just going full-on. And again, you're looking at this, man, it's like, Ban could legitimately have scored 10 or 9, because in their mind, they're like, this is it. There's not a second leg. We don't have to save players. We're just going Mm full-on. So, 
is there some kind of weird mix of okay, this is club sides. Especially if let's say we don't did these knockout games in the future, we would get more games like the three games that we've now had. Because these games have been pretty entertaining for knockout games. See, uh, I mean, uh, the obviously 7-1 comes to mind because, like, Germany did it, Bayern did it. So, like, you know, the Germans score a lot of goals against teams that maybe aren't expecting them to play that well. Um, I don't know the dynamic is too dissimilar, um, if only because that the if you just want to take 7-1, for instance, Germany was basically just a mismatch or a, a mashup of the top two teams in Germany. It was basically the Bayern Munich All-Stars and the Dortmund All-Stars take on the world, you know? Um, and if, even if we look at the goal, the people who scored goals today, you got Muller, Nabry, Kimmich, like, the, you know, Germans, they scored half their goals. Um, and I don't know, Barcelona don't necessarily have, like, that leg to stand on because, you know, how long have Suarez, Messi... Busquets, PK, Alaba, mm. like these guys have been together for years, so they might as Long well time. be, they might as well be a national team for all intent and purpose because they've been together for years. So there's really no excuse um, to lose a one-off game by six goals, and to you, the idea that you concede eight—that's like a goal every ten or eleven <laughs> minutes. Like you can't do that. You see, and and the double think about it. If if you think about the just just the chance, not 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 even necessarily the goals, but just the chances that Bayern Munich had, like the legitimate goal scoring chances. You can say they had eight, but we can think of three or four legitimate other opportunities. Very, so good, very good chances. So that's like twelve real goal scoring opportunities, and as you say, none of them are penalties. That's like a goal scoring chance every eight minutes. And Barcelona are meant to be a team that keep the ball. They you know, hold hold on to it. We you know we break the press and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's 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 inexcusable to be that open. And obviously, you have to give Bayern credit with their pressing game. I, I thought it was really really impressive the the energy levels that they were able to maintain over the course of ninety minutes. You can even see, like on the stat sheet, where they score three goals in the last eight minutes of the game, even when it's finished, they just kept going and going and going. See, that was. It's, and it's, this is it's that mentality of just like there are parallels with this and seven one, right? And I remember um, it was Sherla. Sherla came on when he didn't need to, and he scored two goals. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's like I remember what Lamb said mm-hmm. because they were saying that what is what is more sportsmanlike to be like okay four zero, let's now chill and relax or keep going. But Lamb said that. It is more sportsmanlike and it is a better respect to our opponents if we keep being professional and keep on playing. It is more disrespectful if we're up by 4-0 and we just start passing around, taking it easy and just like that. That is actually more disrespectful. Yeah, it's it's bringing the game into disrepute. Yeah, yeah disrepute and everything. And, so, and 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 you're not being real to yourself. And and I would say the, the parallel between seven would also be, as I mentioned, Sherla. Coutinho's coming on like, I have something to prove. <laughs> so I'm not gonna take it easy. This team doesn't want me. They're trying to sell me. They're calling me a flop. They've loaned me out twice. Okay, so let's see. And then he scores two goals and sets up Lewandowski for his goal. So two goals and an assist in eight minutes. He's like, all right, yep, sell me or keep me, do whatever. But he's coming on with his own 
ambitions, let's say. Like for him, this is my chance to get into the semifinal, perhaps. Like if I can get more minutes or maybe take a starting place from somebody, obviously he won't. But that's the mentality that as a just a, a professional you would have, right? So I mean <laughs> no, look. Because you see, my thing is that how do you recover from this? Put it this way. I don't think uh, – now, obviously, a nation is quite different than a club, <laughs> but I don't think Brazil will ever really get over 7-1 until they win another World Cup. Yeah, and even yeah. then, there still be the residue of like, damn, that was pretty bad, and it can never be the same again. The same way – and, and, and also, it was on your home soil as well. Right. So that makes it a bit different, but just that kind of mentality. You remember when Germany had a bad, was it Euros or World Cup? And they were like, all right, never again. And yeah. we're going to just redo everything. And that eventually led to, to, to 2014. Barcelona have to, maybe this is the wake-up call that they need. Because you would think it was 4-0 last time. That, okay, like so, so, no, something no, no, needs no, no, to no. change. See, no, 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 no. You see, let me let me respond to that. But the, this no, is, no, no. You see, Something those see, Roma and and, and 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 Liverpool, those could never be wake up calls. Roma, oh, okay, this has never happened be, be before. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, they still only lost by one goal. Yes, it was four zero, but it was still only one over goal. two legs. Over yeah, go yeah. to legs, and they can say like, if only we had one goal. This, <laughs> see. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is this is just it is what it is, man. They see, just... no, see, this is a see. This is what forces you to think about your life, right? And who you are as a person. They sacked Abidal and Setien within two hours of the match, bro. I think he, I think he got, I think Setien got sacked by via via text. <laughs> yo, yo, do, do you remember on the podcast I asked you if they lose to was it Napoli? Yeah. How many how many seconds <laughs> would it take? I did. You see, like you can lose to Bayern. It's it's not a disgrace. If they would have lost, you know, two three, or you know, two four. If you know, you can lose to Bayern. There's no shame in losing to Bayern Munich. But the way you lose does matter. The context of the game does matter. Yeah. So losing anybody can lose to Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich have been the favorites for the Champions League probably since the restart. Especially since we realized, oh, German football is coming back. They're going to have extra time. Everybody's cool. Um, you know, beating Chelsea seven one over the course of two legs, we understand. Bayern Munich is a is a good team. No, 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 you no, can't no, lose no, Daniel, 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 Daniel. You just can't do it. Wait, wait, Daniel, Daniel. Just look at what we're looking at right now. <laughs> I keep looking and I keep smiling. Like, <laughs> like just look at what. Please, everyone in the live chat, just take a look at what's at, at, at this image. <laughs> look at Messi. <laughs> He's like he's looking at them celebrating too. It's funny, man. I mean, this is like it's bad. It's just bad. I don't. It's just. It's really. It's. it's, Okay. Now I want to ask you the question because you asked me the question. I'm going to tell you. I don't have the answers. I don't assume you have the answers either. But. What do they do? Who so, so, so obviously you have to get rid of the technical director, which they've done. You have to get rid of the head coach, which they've done. PK's already like, look, if I need to be taken to the guillotine and, t- and my head's taken off, take me. If you're messy, if you're, 
I don't know, some of the young players that are there, if you're fatty, if you're who, like, what do you do? I, I, there has to be um, major, major, major changes. Like Suarez, thank you, but bye. No, 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 you hey, see, thank you, but bye. You see, this is where... Thank you for the memories. No, no, you see, like, no, you see, this, you, this you, is you, where you, you have to make... to the next season with this same team. You see, this is where you have to make huge changes. Hmm. Forget This is when you just have to say, you know what? Reset. Total reset. You see, this is what I was, I was saying. We go back to the lineage. Romario to Rivaldo. Rivaldo to Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho to Messi, then and Messi to Neymar. But Messi was like, because see, Messi is a his gift has been the cause for Barcelona mm-hmm. because we've never seen anybody this consistent for this long. Normally, two three years, boom. So people are okay. Messi, you're not on your decline right now. As you now sort of decline, Neymar now comes, has much more of a, a bigger role, takes control of the team. But Messi was still playing at a high level. And Neymar, Neymar was like, look, no, this is my time. I need to show that I am a superstar. and I need to be in a club where I am, I am the main man. Messi's longevity messed up Neymar's ascent. Yeah. yeah. And in doing so, now that Messi's on his decline, Neymar decided within somewhere in there that... I gotta go if I want to be my own guy because I can't not I can't play second fiddle. I've always compared it to Kyrie and LeBron. Like, and and this the, the key moment actually, I feel like that set this whole thing up was the 6-1. Neymar had yeah. the greatest last 10 minutes of any footballer that any footballer has ever played. Should have been and he should have been thing. the guy, but the lasting image from that was messy. Looking out on on the crowd, if I'm sure everybody remembers that picture where it's six one and Messi is looking at the crowd, I think his arms out, and it's like, "Yo, Messi saved us again." If you're Neymar, you're looking at thinking like he did it. Uh, I think I still I scored a penalty. I think there was a free kick in there. I got the assist for the for the winner. Like amazing! I'm the one that did this, not him. And and I always compared that to Kyrie. Because Kyrie in that game seven, he was the one that won the 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 Cavaliers the championship yep. with that three over uh, Steph Curry. But if you look at everybody, what do they talk about? LeBron's block, LeBron this, LeBron that. That was a very good parallel. So, so Kyrie was parallel. like, "What do you mean LeBron did it? I was the one that hit the game winning shot. I won us the chip, but LeBron gets all the credit. So now I'm going to Boston. Why? Because I need my own team. And I think Neymar saw that moment and he was like, "I'll never be the guy here." So I have to go to France or wherever in so, order in, in order to get my shot. So, so and, it, for, and, and, and just to finish, it messed up the timeline that you've expertly laid out. No, no. And then you see, so Barcelona, you're now in a very messed up position. Because you because don't have of, the heir apparent. No, 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 no. Because, because basically because of COVID, everyone's finances are messed up. Barcelona's finances were messed that. up before that. <laughs> Look, Valencia, all their players are up for sale now. Mm-hmm. Eventos, they're trying to, because everybody has a balance. So you don't even have anywhere close to the finances to get Neymar. So once Messi now, because the fallout of this is going to be frightening. Because see, this is, now this is where we're going to get deep. See, if you're Messi, 
Mm-hmm. This is the dilemma. I owe them. When I had my stunted growth, they paid the medical bills. They supported me. They could have easily disregarded me and said, nah, nah, look, we'll have to just... They supported me. They came with me, believed in me. So mercy fills. So see, see, this is what people are missing. People just say, oh, no, mercy, you're a system guy, you're a system guy. But when I just read up on it, you know, he feels indebted to them. Mm. And mercy, now look, I'm with you always because you helped me. I will do everything to support it. As bad as things are, I'll always be with you. So see, 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 for mercy, see, and this is it's like a life thing. He's never experienced this. When you came into it, you were coming into a renaissance. Pep, because remember, you came in when you won the Champions League, Rijkaard, and so forth. And once Rijkaard left, it was the Pep team. And even when Pep left, you still had the core of Javi Iniesta. Then you had the MSN and so forth. So, but the last few years, You've seen the decline. I write down. This is the the very very bottom, and the and we've now seen. Remember, Copa America 2016. He retired. <laughs> he was like, you know what? Screw this. So for Messi, it is going to be. I am eager, eager to see how he reacts from this. Okay, because I, 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 this is the bottom of the barrel. Okay, if, if we want to get deep, okay, is Messi, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a flat track bully, but just, do you know someone who leads from the front, a front runner? Mm. When things are great, he's the guy you want. But when things go badly, the mentality that, okay, we lost the Copa, we, or we lost two Copa Americas in a row in the World Cup, I've had it, I've had enough, I'm retiring, I'm done with this. Like, I'll just wash my hands of Argentina. I'm quitting. And even in this game today, like, I think it was quite apparent after the first, you know, 30 minutes that, okay, Bayern are up 4-1. They're probably going to win. The team just quit. Even after Suarez got 4-2, you really didn't think, oh, like, this is the moment where they're going to kick on. You just thought, oh, this is just going to uh, I thought, I, th- I, thought oh, did. I I thought that the game would change at 4-2. Well, no, I thought, okay, this is just going to kick Bayern into another level because they were probably just taking it a bit easy. And then we see what happens. Kimmich scores. <laughs> and then... Coutinho comes on and does what he does. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking, like, is that is this kind of indicative of Messi's mentality that when things are good, you want him. But when things are bad, he's not really the guy to get you where you need to go. Like, I don't see it. Key. I can see parallels with Steph. In what way? <sighs> Steph doesn't have character. Damn. Amazing ability, superb ability. There goes my interview with him. Oh, <laughs> you see, no, just the issue I've always had with Steph Curry. So when I always say, "Oh, Steph Curry, he's one of the great," the issue I've always had with Steph Curry is that I don't see character there. When the going gets tough, do you know who steps up? Mister R and B, um, the guy that looks like like an R and B singer. Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson. Yeah, see, <laughs> he will always step up. Because I see, because and you know what I was I basically there was an interview with Steph and his dad and mm-hmm. Clay and his dad and they're just talking and everything, and you can see the difference between Steph's dad and Clay's dad. Clay's dad is very much about you know he likes to be very competitive with his son and so forth and his son likes it. Steph says, "I like, look, bro, if this is what like just we we'll just go and play golf, 
it's all cool. So Steph is a lot more laid back and chilled. Knows that as bad as things get, hey, me and my dad will just go and play golf. But Claire and his dad, they have that a lot more of a competitive kind of spirit, and you can see that in Clay. So Messi doesn't like when the going gets tough. He likes it just chilled, comfort zone, comfort zone, comfort zone. Oh, the spotlight is on me. We're under pressure. It's difficult. Uh, you see, compare the, the difference. See, this is the thing about personality. Look at what Neymar was doing in the Atalanta game. Said in the interview that when the going gets tough, he likes it. And if you're arrogant, you are better when the going gets tough. That's what you want. Like a Robin, when it's tough because it's like, oh, it's about me now. I need to, people are not looking for me to do something. I right, let's go. Because you, because of your ego, you like it when it's like, okay, you have to do something. Messi has no ego. He is not arrogant. He's very much the consummate professional and, and team player. This is like the Jordan versus LeBron debate. That's getting yeah. So in a situation <laughs> like this, Messi, you have to get the ball, dribble and shoot. You can't pass or defer. Get the ball, dribble, demand the ball, dribble, go through guys and shoot. <laughs> you know, um, but... You see, this couple of things. Like someone said, um, this is the first time since 2005 that neither Cristiano or Messi will be in the semis of the Champions League. Speaking of 2005, just quickly, did you know that Hansi Fleck hasn't been an official manager since 2005? What do you mean? I mean, he's been an assistant and he's been like a director in German football. Oh, yeah. But he hasn't been an official, like, I'm the head coach manager of a club since 2005. Yeah. So this is his first real official, I'm the lead guy in yeah. 15 years. And he's pulling results like this. Look, bro, it's, it's, it's <laughs> But anyway, uh, you, you said Cristiano and Messi, something about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's because um, I think that this just, I want to, I want to focus on this result. I think this is this is this is similar to France Argentina when Mbappe did what he did. That was a moment in like, okay, I think this is now we're not seeing a transition. Changing of the guard moment. Yeah. This result, I think this tells us that this thing that started in 2009 is finished. It's over. Yeah. Like th this, because it wasn't Liverpool, it wasn't Roma. That was just like, oh, this is like, no, it's over. Like, this is just like a nail in the coffin, fully sealed. Okay, this thing you have now, it's 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 done. Do you, do you expect either Cristiano or Messi to win another Champions League? You got to think, you got to think Cristiano's 35. So he maybe has two, three years left. Messi, I think is... 86 maybe so he's like 33 34 so he maybe has three four years if he wants them so see, okay, okay, wait. Put, it, put it this way they both need to leave in order to win a champions league they're not winning a champions league if they stay with their clubs imagine they join forces 
you know, I, I, I was on LeBron D Wade. Like, you know, Garnet, wait, you you laugh, you laugh. Twenty twenty has been so crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if they it gets announced that Cristiano has now joined Barcelona. <laughs> And they still can't win a Champions League. He would never. Messi would go to Juve, baby. That seems like something that might could happen. It won't, but you know, maybe that's what they need, man. Just like, hey, we've been against each other for so long. Let's let's, just, let's join forces, yeah. man. That's the only way we can keep it going. But yeah, I, I think just going back to your original point, I really do think that that PSG Barcelona game was that's like the end. Even it's like um. I don't know. You, you you know how like um it, this is the reverse of that, but it's the only thing I can think of. You you know when you get like a shot, like you go to the doctor's office and you mm-hmm. get a shot, and inside of that into inside of that shot is like it's a, a sequence of the virus, right, or whatever they're trying to heal you of, um, and they give it to you, and your body copes with it, and then you get the antibodies to it. I feel like even though like that PSG. Barcelona game was like a shot. That little piece of the virus has now spread somehow. Terrible analogy, I know, but it's the only thing I can think of. It's like something good happened for Barcelona in that moment, but they didn't realize the consequences that were going to come from that result. And the consequence was Neymar's not here anymore. And because Neymar's not here anymore, we see what's on the screen. And it's messed up their whole lineage. Because you can even see... If Messi had gone or just kind of transitioned and Neymar was the guy, by the time Neymar's 30, 31, Fatty's right there. So he'd be 22, 23, 24. I mean, that's it. Maybe not. Neymar's probably my age. So, you know, you if you give if you give Neymar, what, 32, when these guys tend to transition, Fatty's, what, 21, 22, something like that. So come on, man. Like, it's... That result is that result is where I look at everything. I'm like, okay, it's flipped. But you could only see it in hindsight. Like once you get the information that oh mm-hmm. that Neymar's gone, Messi can't really do it by himself anymore. Like, of course, he's still top three footballers in the world, perhaps top two or one on his day. But he's not 25, 26, 27 anymore. He's not, this isn't 2012. He's not gonna be able to do it all by himself. And then once you get into the psychology of his mentality, and it's just like, man, if they start losing, he doesn't have that. Like, let's just get let's. It's it's that it's the, it's the idea of like, okay, would you rather have Henri or Drogba in a final? That whole thing. It's like, give me the guy that I that I know will drag all eleven of these dudes to to a to a victory. You know, you want that guy. Um, and it's I think games like this are incredibly indicative of why neither of them, but particularly Messi, hasn't won a World Cup. Because in a one-off game, if anything goes wrong and you don't have the mentality of, it's all me, I need to yeah. go, you'll you'll never correct it in the course of the 90 minutes that are given. Um, and I don't know what it is. And I, I, a lot of Messi fans will put it, oh, you want him to do it all, you want him to do it all. It's just like, if he's the GOAT, if he's the greatest player ever... <laughs> Then see, 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 that's, see, he's judged on a different level. You can't have your cake and eat it. Right. Because it's like, choose. If he's the goat, he's an alien. 
when the going gets tough, the greatest makes it happen. You're trying to get it done. So he can't be the goat when everything is going well. No, the goat is, <laughs> man, this was hard. And this guy, basically Mar Maradona for Napoli. How the heck do you lead Napoli to a, a league title? And they've only won two league titles in their history. That's the, greatness. Now, I, 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 I'll give Messi credit in the sense that when things go right, he's generally the reason why. Oh, yeah. For but sure. when things go wrong, you can't be like, oh, it's everybody else's fault. Like, you can't get 100% of the credit and 0% of the blame. Like, it has to be some level of equality or just, like, balance. And it feels like all too often when Barcelona lose, it's never Messi's fault. It's everybody else's fault. But when they win, he gets all the credit. It doesn't it, – it, it, that can't be right. No, 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 no. See, see, because see, because I'm just looking at some comments. Because people see. are already falling on their swords for him. No, you see, so, my, so the, issue, no, the issue I have, the issue I have here is this: is that like it's, it's, it can't be right. I have. There was a moment, halftime. No, sorry, second half. So the comments to second half. Just understand team dynamics, dressing room dynamics. Your captain, fair enough. Your four-one down. It's bad. But your captain has his head down, saying nothing, just walks on. If your captain looks like that, what belief do you have? So if your captain is just walking around, waltzing, not saying anything, looks disillusioned, what are you going to do? You know? Mm. So, see, for me, see, again, this doesn't negate what Messi has done and what he's done for Barcelona. Because I still I still say that he is the greatest club player of all time. Club player of all time is the greatest club player of all time, 100%. And every story has an ending, you know? Cristiano's pretty uh, close. What? I said Cristiano's pretty close. Okay, okay, sorry. Do you know what I always say? <laughs> greatest, I would argue, and I think we actually talked about this on the hangar. I said, yes, Cristiano is the greatest club player. But I would say that in terms of ability and the best player I've seen in the club game is probably Messi. In terms of his dribbling, his assists, his passing, what he does. I, I got you. I understand you. I understand. Yeah. So this doesn't negate anything he's done. But um, Wikipedia is a bitch. <laughs> Like like fifty years from now, people are gonna go on and look yeah. like, yo, uh, he. What do you mean he lost eight two in a Champions League quarterfinal? Uh, Daniel, this Daniel, this goes down in history. Do you know what, yo? This is why I'm glad Dembele didn't play. This is why I'm almost happy that Griezmann didn't start, but I don't <laughs> care about Griezmann in the same way I care about Dembele. I don't want you involved. So I, I remember. At, at the beginning of the season. And, and, and... Wait, 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 no, no. Wait, 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 wait. How much blame can you put on Griezmann? Because if I'm Griezmann, you didn't start me. I came into the game when it was 4-1? Yeah. 4-2, maybe? Yes. So it's not my fault. Like, you it's guys not the game fault. before I came. And and that's why I'm happy Dembele didn't play. Because I'm like, well, I'm, he's not involved in this. He ha he takes no blame. Because if, if you put Dembele out there, the score's probably not too much different. Maybe it's 7-3. But the game's still bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, whenever things like this happen, I'm glad. So, like, uh, at the beginning of the season, just to give you another example, 
I think Chelsea were losing 3-0 to Manchester United. And Lampard brought on Conte. I was like, I don't want Conte involved in this 4-0 scoreline. Like, keep him on the bench. Like, he doesn't need to be involved. He doesn't need that blemish on his record. Oh, when N'Golo Conte plays, Chelsea lose 4-0. I don't need that. So on Dembele's Wikipedia page, it's never going to be he was involved in the 8-2 drubbing in Lisbon, Portugal. It's not going to be there. For Messi, hey, bro, you played 90 minutes. So you got to take some some L's here. You know what so so what do you, what's now? Like Barcelona moving forward, what now? I think it's if there wasn't COVID and it was just a regular standard. Well, if there wasn't COVID, this wouldn't have happened because this, who knows, these teams might not even play each other. Um, but if the market was a normal market, maybe they could get rid of a lot of these players because clubs would have the money um, to buy however many players that they want to sell. I, in earlier, excuse me, I said, I don't know how you can bring back PK Busquets. Uh, Vidal, Messi, maybe not Messi, Messi has to stay, but you know, just the, the whole squad is just like, bro, like you guys got to go. Like, how many people can you keep after a result like this? But the more I think about it, after we've been talking for 30 minutes, it's like, okay, who would want PK and his wages? Who would want Suarez and his wages? Bro, who would want Jordi Alba and his wages? Frank de Jong is on a 400,000. Who would want Nelson Semedo and his wages? I can't think of really. I can't think of anybody. Like Busquets will not want to leave, so he's not going anywhere. Um, to Stegen is someone you keep. Messi, like like you say, I think he's loyal to the club. I don't think he'll want to leave. I think he'll want to stay and be part of the solution. Um, did I already say Suarez? Suarez must be on a crazy wage. He's not going anywhere. That'll just turn into another Bale or Ozil situation. Um, yeah, Coutinho's maybe the guy that you can sell, especially if he has a good tournament um, and Arsenal are looking for somebody to buy or maybe an Italian club like Juventus or somebody they, they need like a, a winger slash midfielder. If he has a great, you know, semifinal and final, um, maybe you could make some money there. Um, but the more I think about it, the players that they have and they, that they need to get rid of are so ingrained in the fabric of the club that how do you get rid of them and improve upon them? It's, it's 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 basically it's not going to be a twelve month solution and everything's fixed at least in the okay, Champions League. Okay, okay, if you're the president, what do you do? Resign. Okay, if you're the incoming president, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm Bartomeu, I resign. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. Like I, I I don't want to deal with this stress anymore. If I was coming in. I'd put a lot of people up for sale, basically. Um, so starting at PK for sale, um, I guess I'm keeping Umtiti. I'll probably keep Longley. Um, Alba's for sale. Uh, moving into midfield. Ah, Busquets, you, he, he stays just because he's Busquets. Um, De Jong stays. I guess they have Pjanic coming in, so I can't really do anything with him. Um some of the midfielders, De Young, obviously. Um, Vidal, thanks, but you can go. Um, I, I don't know if he's out of contract, but cool. On the wings, Fatty is who I'm building this team around, or at least the, 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 the Barcelona in my mind, if I'm the president, is built quick, around quick, the, the, the talent of Ansu Fati. And this is like a three- or four-year project to where I, this, is, this kid has shown something to where I think he can go forward. Um, and I'm forgetting, is it 
is it uh, what's the um, it's another uh, La Masia graduate who plays Pooch, in like, Pooch, Puig. Puig, Puig. like those two players. Those are the players I'm interested in. Like, okay, maybe this is something we could build upon, but it's going to be a transitional thing. Um, so Griezmann, if I can find a buyer for Griezmann, I'm selling him because clearly it doesn't work. Or maybe, it, <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> the, the, the older he gets, the worse his value is going to go down. So, um, or the more his value is going to go down. So you can go. Rakitic, you can go. Um, Messi, you can stay. <laughs> you can stay, but just understand this team is not yours anymore. Like, we, we, we have to move on, pretty much. No, 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 no. You see, aha, now that's the little caveat. If Messi stays, it is what it is. He will still have the control and he will still want the team to be built around him so do you make possibly the boldest biggest move in history and say messi we have to start from ground zero if i can find a buyer i'd be i'd, I'd listen to it almost almost you know how real, <laughs> okay let me if real madrid if there's a team that comes here say we have we have the money Mm-hmm. To get Messi off of you, do you sell Messi? As long as it's not Real Madrid, you you sell him. I would entertain the idea. It's it's difficult. No, 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 no. That's not entertain. Yes or no? Do you sell him? <sighs> if a team other than Real Madrid say we have the money, we can pay him. Boom. I would say keep that money until twenty twenty one. So I would give Messi another twelve months, like because I think he has another great twelve months in him. But there has to be a cutoff date. To where it's like he's not going to be as good for this amount of money. So I would keep him for another season, pretty much. But it look if Man City came with like I don't know what it would be, whatever his release clause is, but like I, it's probably in the billions or something like that. But if they came with somewhere like over three hundred million euros and they were willing to pay his wages and we didn't have to do anything, I I think I might do it because no, number one. Barcelona are in massive debt. So that would help a lot <laughs> to get rid of him. And if 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 I'm correct and Messi isn't going to win you a Champions League again, what's the point of hanging on? If if unless the idea is we just love Messi, Messi's part of our club, he's a part of he's a part of our ethos and it just is what it is. We have to keep him. He's like a he's a part of the furniture here like he doesn't move then fine. Then I guess you keep them and you look for other solutions. But if somebody came with the cash, it'd be very difficult for me to keep, what, a 33-year-old? If Ronaldo was 100 million at 34, if somebody came to me, or 33 maybe, um, if somebody came to me with 200, 300 for another 33-year-old, dog, thank you. For your services, <laughs> but hey, it's time to go. Like n- nothing lasts forever. Sorry, like no, mm. nothing, nothing lasts forever. Um, and obviously, it's a very difficult decision. But if you want to rebuild, the easiest piece to move might be messy because <laughs> it's the piece that you know at least somebody will entertain the idea of taking messy. 
<laughs> I don't know who's entertaining the idea of Suarez or PK or the rest of these vets. So it's 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 very difficult. But if you're if if you're a new president, maybe you do have the cachet to come in and say, "All right, I'll I'll take the hit." Because do you know what's interesting? And this is, this is an interesting thing. Bartomeu, you can't do it. No, no. See, look around. So look at what happened to Real Madrid. They That's sold... what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Real Madrid did the same thing. They sold Cristiano uh, Ronaldo, and now they're they won La Liga. Boom. And they're out in the exact same stage as you, or maybe yeah. what was it, round of sixteen? So look, if again, if obviously you're gonna improve whoever Messi goes to for like the next season or two. But Barcelona aren't going to be good enough to compete in the Champions League for the next season or two anyway. So what does it matter to them? What matters is giving a player like Fati or Dembele or whichever young players they decide to bring in, giving them the option. You either do that or you have to, hey, Obama Yang, come. Um, and you get like a little bit younger than the players that are there. And you kind of just, as long as Messi can last will give him veteran players who we think are good enough to win a Champions League. So Suarez isn't good enough anymore. We'll bring in somebody experienced like uh, Obama Yang, and hopefully he can get us the goals. Um, maybe PK isn't good enough. We go and we bring in, I don't know who another kind of veteran center back who's for sale could be. Uh, it's, 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 my thing is... Those are the two ways you go. Yeah. I think that um, it's about the... Let's see, look. 9 Honoré was a was still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Samuel Edso, I still consider him one of the best strikers of his generation. Yaya 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 Torre was key. Yeah, no, was it, like gotta let you go, man. So, so twenty eleven, David Villa, one of the most underrated strikers, amazing striker. Oh, you're going a different point. Sorry. You see, there's Pedro Chelsea, and there's there's Pedro Barcelona. Pedro <laughs> Chelsea is from the road. <laughs> Pedro Chelsea is from the road and, and he sells granots. At, and, Pedro at the Chelsea hasn't been as bridge. bad as you're making it seem. Like, if you looked up his numbers, you'd be like, oh, really? That many appearances, that many goals. Wow. Okay, he's from. He's still from the road. Pedro Barcelona was very good. That's 2011. 2015, MSN, enough said. So, yes, Messi has been amazing. But he's had extremely um, an amazing supporting cast around him. Mm-hmm. You compare that to a washed-up, finished cannibal, a side-shaking Griezmann, and a Coutinho who pretty much has flopped. Then you can just see the parallels that are there. Is that basically Barcelona have been extremely naive and have taken Messi for granted? Yeah, because they're like. Bro, look, it's Messi could do amazing things. We don't need to, but no, you do need to buy another amazing super player in the form of an Etzo, Henri, Via, Neymar, Pick Cannibal. They tried. Yeah. This is the problem is they've they've tried three times. So it's not like they haven't had the money to be fair. They did they tried with Dembele, who's just been injured. They tried with Coutinho, which didn't work. Um or maybe they didn't allow it enough time to work. And then they tried again with Griezmann. So they've shot three times. They've gone bang, bang, bang. Like, we're trying to find the next Neymar. And it just hasn't come. 
So it and and I don't think anybody would say. Maybe you would look at the numbers and you would think, oh, that's a bit too much for him. But if you look at what Dembele was when they bought him, what Coutinho was when they bought him, and what Griezmann was when they bought him, those all kind of look like this works in theory. So it's not like they've bought poorly. It's just what they've bought just hasn't worked for whatever reason. And maybe the reason is messy. Maybe the reason is the coaching. Maybe the reason is going to Barcelona is too much of a change for a Griezmann continue to make. Like, I don't know, maybe they're too young or they're too old or the positioning just isn't right. Whatever it is, it's not like they haven't done something. It's just a and the, and the, done but, but, but the ones that gets pianage. I want to get pianage. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily understand that one, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't get that one. Oh, bro, but, man. Yeah, I mean, look, it, even like us, people are saying in the chat, like, um, by Martial or by uh, La Latour Martinez or whomever it is, those all seem great. But the last three that they've really tried, they've all seemed kind of legitimate too, like Dembele. The season that he had with Dortmund, like over 20 assists or something like that, you're like, oh, two-footed, can play on either wing. If you need to rest Messi, fine. He plugs right in um, to the to the vacancy that Neymar left, took his number, all of that. It makes sense. It just hasn't worked because, I don't know, people make the argument that, oh, he's too immature. He likes playing video games. At Dortmund, he was five foot eight, five foot nine. Then he grew to five foot eleven, and it's messed up his balance, or just you know he has bad hamstrings. You know, there's plenty of reasons for all of them, but they've tried. It just hasn't worked. They spent you know four hundred billion on three players, um, and you would think at least one of them would be somewhat no, 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 near no, no, what Neymar no, 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 was. Shit. In all honesty, though, did you really think Coutinho was going to be that dude? I didn't think he would be this bad. I thought he would still be a Barcelona player, if that makes sense. He wouldn't be on loan for two years in a row. You know what I mean? It is, it, I... Uh, see, the only signing that's made sense was Dembele, who I still feel... I thought Griezmann made sense. You would just have to do some tactical readjustment. But they want to play him on the right and play him on the left, even though he's like a secondary striker. Like, What can you do? Bro, maybe, maybe okay. Now we we know Setien's gone. So if okay, I'm, I'll I'll throw you back the question. So half half hope is now Barcelona president. Mm-hmm. You've, been, you've been elected. Who who do you hire? You see, and and who do you hire, and what's your messy strategy? Do you keep him? Do you let him go? And who's your manager either way? So. I would want to go for Kuman, but I can't because he wants to do the Euros with the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. So my main aim is I'm getting a manager for one year. So and I won't tell him that, but I'll be like, I'm getting a manager for a one-year contract. So I would be tempted to be like, you know what? This year is like almost a right. So this is like a renaissance year because this is just building to give Ronaldo Koeman a team to build for the future. So I'm tempted to give it to like the youth team coach or bring in Ten Hag. Come in, walk with our youngsters. Don't, you can't do Ten Hag like that. Like that guy is his own guy. Like, 
<laughs> you would give him like, yo, here's your four year contract. You're gonna be our manager for the next four years, but really in the secret. It's like yeah, not- no, no. okay, okay, okay. So okay, so basically I would get a youth team coach yeah. to work with the youngsters, total re- rebuilding job for one year and you- then give the team to Ronald Kuman. No, perfect, now, perfect. You Zavi is the guy you go get. Eh, no, no, no. Javi wants to do it for one year. So now no, but you you lie to him. You say, "Yo, you're gonna be here for you know." You give him a three year deal. You're like, ah. Lie to Javi. The, it's not, the, it's not the, a lie. You just don't tell him the full truth. You know. You just, okay, so look, anyway. Messi. Yes. Here's my thing. Okay. I will go to Messi and say eight two. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start there. I'll start with eight two. Then, from then, I'll then say, um, you you have to accept this, that we, we have to completely change this team. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, the coach I'm bringing into you is completely changing this team. The way that we play, the way that we operate. Either you get on board, or it's thank you, we move on. Find a club, basically. Yeah, find a club. So basically, the, the choice is yours. Either you walk with the coach. So the coach coming in is going to have his vision. It's not. It's no longer your vision. It's not, it's not the, the coach's team. So there's no one, it's no longer a person acquiescing themselves to you. Because I'm building, we're now building a team. A totally new team that has nothing to do with the last 11 years. Because this is proof that this is the end of that Era, psychosis, and so forth. Because this is a team that, first of all, Cannibal, you're gone. <laughs> We're buying a new striker. PK, you're gone. Busquets, you're gone. We're building a whole new midfield, a whole new defense. We're getting a whole new striker. And there's going to be a totally new team. And you're going to have a specific role in this team that is up to the coach's discretion. And that's and, and that's the deal. So I said, well, it's up to you whether you want to accept it or not. But what do you think he'd say? Um, you see, my thing about that is that I think he'd do it. I think no, 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 no. I would. I want to be in Messi's brain right now. <laughs> I want. To, I want to know what is going through Messi's brain right now you because wait, wait, I would but, be fascinated. Do you know Spanish? Um, because that that might muy, be a pointless place to be. Muy pequeño. <laughs> Does that mean very little? Yeah. Gee, <laughs> gee. I was just saying, Messi's brain will be a pointless place to be if you don't speak Spanish, because I'm pretty sure he thinks in Spanish. But anyway, um, okay, so this would all be pointless if Bayern lose, right? Look. I'm going to say imagine Messi beat Germany in 24. Well, not Messi. Let's say imagine Argentina beat Germany in the final of the 2014 World Cup. We wouldn't think of 7-1 in the same way. You you have to win it in order for that result to really mean anything. You see, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's here's my thing. So this is where where, where I'm at. I've always said Man City are my my pick. Mm Mm-hmm. They were my pick from even after they beat Real Madrid. I said, "Okay, these guys are my are my pick, and they're still my pick." The f- the final, I think everyone wants. 
is PSG Bayern. That is the best final. But I still believe Man City are going to win. And I still believe that this is a statement. I still believe I saw things in this game that City can exploit. And <laughs> first of all, I don't know whether PSG gets past Leipzig, but that's a different story. <laughs> Boy. But I think it is most likely that we're going to see a Man City PSG final. The way Bayern play, you'll always get chances. Mm. And Barcelona, to be fair, had the chances. They just yep. didn't convert them. So, like I said at the at the start, it was 1-1. And Suarez had a chance that Ter Stegen saved. And Messi had a chance that Ter Stegen saved. So, if it goes 2-1, game's totally different. You know? 2-1 for Barcelona, that is. Yeah, no, they had the chances. But the way that Bayern play, where they... Very high pressing fullbacks are blocking out the other foot. Like, there's always space in behind if you can find them. It's just that, you know, are our forwards better than, you know, Boateng and uh, and Alaba? And I guess if you start with Suarez, who's 33, 34 now, it's not going to work. You put Jesus there. And then you have Sterling, who are quicker, sharper, press well, move now, with movements. And you have someone like De Bruyne who can find this find the balls that he's been doing all season. I think you can trouble them. Um, whether now whether you have enough on the other end to stop what they have, which is Muller, Perisic, Nabry, Kimmich, Lewandowski, Coutinho. <laughs> like if you can stop those, then you know, fair enough. Um, Kingsley Coleman, he's not that hard to stop. But, you know, um, you know. So I, I think Bayern City would be. A far more complex game than this than this one turned out to be, but to be fair, City still has to get past Lyon, and I think it wasn't two years ago where they didn't, so where they lost or it was a draw or something yeah. in, in the group stages. So, no, no, hey. they were the Um, last last thing, last thing, because I only wanted this to be like an hour. <sighs> what does this say about La Liga, man? Um, their top two clubs are gone. Well, top well, three of the, their top clubs. Yeah, that's yeah, goes well. Yeah, yeah. No, no, basically, this shows that the whole debate about what is the best league is a lot more complex. What is the best league? It's hard to say. There, there, there isn't because what's what criteria are you using? If you're using branding. And popularity is the Premier League. If you're using technical football quality from top to bottom, you can say it's La La Liga. If you're using tactics, you can say it's um, Syria. If you're saying young players, Bundesliga right now. But let's keep it real. The the total package, I think, is it might be it might be Germany. No, because it, because it, because see, what Bundesliga has shown is coaching, really good coaching. Maybe, maybe that's the most important thing, where you look at Nagelsmann, Fleck, and Tuchel, mm. and the holder is Klopp. Yeah. So maybe it's like German managers are the best. The German managers. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the only thing that we can come up with. But yeah, I think we've, we've had that conversation a lot, where if you want like, you know. Depends what you want. Yeah, if you want intense 
football that like, you know, you know, long balls and all that kind of stuff. Like you go to England. If you want technicality, you go Spain. You want tactics, you can go to I guess increasingly Germany with the whole Geigen press and you know yeah. what they brought. But generally speaking, if you like the defensive, pragmatic, you put everybody behind the ball and everybody knows where to be in their defensive uh, game, you go to Italy. France is a weird one. I'm not. What do you go to France for? France is like a worse version of England and Germany combined, in my mind. <laughs> it's like if, if if you combine some of the good parts of English football and some of the good parts of German football and you combine them and you have like a lot of African immigrants, that's league up. And that's kind of why it appeals to me. <laughs> Three of my favorite things all in one. So but no basically basically Af- basically the the second Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow, um, but yeah, I just when you think about okay, Barcelona, they lose Real Madrid, they lose Atletico. The way they went out wasn't nice. It's just like damn, because people have always said for like I don't know past ten years, and I think they've been right that Spain is the top league. Um, so I wonder if the past season or two has has kind of been a sea change in some ways, where you know the Premier League is coming up having two finalists last year um, in the Champions League. It's not beyond the realm of possibility we get Bayern Leipzig, which I don't think people would want to see because no. it's the same league. But I, Yeah, I, I I hated the Bayern Dortmund final. I hated the two Real Madrid Atletico finals. I hate those. And, I, and also, I didn't also like I didn't like the Chelsea Man United final. I, I hate finals like 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 those. But, I mean, if they'd have won, I'm, I'm pretty sure you would have liked it. Um, <laughs> why did Drogba have to slap Tevez, bro? I don't get it. I just, I don't get it. Like, it's extra time. You know the ref's going to see you. We need you in the penalty shootout. It would have been him instead of Terry. Yeah. He would have had his moment four years. B- Sorry. Every time I think of that, it pisses me off. But he made up for it. I just had to wait a while. <laughs> you know, I just had to wait the, the, the 48 fucking months against Bayern, in Bayern. Um, anything else that stands out to you about this result? Um, no, 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 no. I just, I just think it's, it's, I'm, 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 it's, I'm just still in shock. Damn. Okay. Like, like, like it's a really bad scoreline. It's a really bad scoreline. Okay, what 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 hits you the most when when you think back about results or just games? Is it the numbers necessarily, or is it the performances? Because it's because when I think back about seven one, it's mostly just seven one. Obviously, like that first thirty minutes was really bad, and I remember watching that. It's because 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 it's the scoreline. It's always the scoreline. Scoreline because watching the game, it all like. If if you ask me what was the best goal scored today, I don't know if I could tell you because they all ran together in mm. some way. It was just just very quick in my mind. So the Nabry goal, I remember being really good. Um, obviously, the Kimmich goal because of – bro, we got to talk about Alfonso Davies. Is it possible that even though – he oh, has puts Canada on the map. <laughs> Come on, you don't have to step on my point. Is it possible 
that we are witnessing both the greatest Canadian player and the greatest American player of all time right now, and they're both under the age of 21. <laughs> is that possible? So Christian Pulisic is, for all intent and purpose, the greatest American footballer ever. Yeah. Alfonso Davis, I don't even think he can smoke or drink alcohol legally yet. Nope. But he's already perhaps the greatest Canadian football player of all. I mean, are you going to give me Junior Hoylet? Is that, is that the only no. other one? Like, no. Come on. He's the greatest um, Canadian player of all time. He's, he's the best and greatest Canadian player of all time. So, my, my own <laughs> Canada are trash. Hey, chill, chill. Uh, <laughs> my only hope is by 2026, when, the, when that World Cup pops off, that maybe he's not a left back anymore. That maybe he's transitioned up the field a little bit to like left midfield, left wing, and he could be more dangerous for Canada in that sense. Because um, at Bayern, he's just he's being used there. Because obviously he he can just mm. run. They're like run. But I I, I wonder if they knew how good he was on the ball technically. Because I didn't. I know he played for Vancouver Whitecaps. I might have watched like one game maybe, or maybe just highlights on like ESPN FC or something like that. I didn't know how good he was. Um, but I was like, oh, he's Canadian. Let me pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, damn. So we have like the greatest Canadian and American player of all time right now. And I, how, how old is Davies? 19? 19. He's he's 20 in, in November. And Pulisic is 22 later this year. So, bro, good times for America and the United States. World Cup 2026. Should be fun times for those nations, but bro, what he did to Samido, bro. No, 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 no. He's he's now the biological father. <laughs> oh, Nelson's it's, it's, it's not Nelson Samido Davis. <laughs> or oh, Nelson Davis. <laughs> Nelson Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at. I was like, he's not that fast. But he is that fast. Because <laughs> Sabino, somebody like a manager would put in, like, I know he won't get beat for pace. <laughs> ah, I'm like, most managers over Sabino's career are probably like, look, he might not be, be good positionally. He might not be good in the tackle. But I know one thing. He won't get beat for pace. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you guess why they might think that. But for Davies to then skin him like that, you're just gonna be like, damn man, like why why are you here, bro? Why are you here? (sighs) Yeah, somebody says Davies great player, sometimes caught out of position. He's not a natural left back, he's like learning on the job. So he has the recovery pace to get back. So (laughs) Nelson Davies sounds like a civil rights activist from the 70s. Yeah, man, Huey P. Newton, Bobby Seale, Nelson Nelson Davis, Fred Hampton. (laughs) It's like uh, Nelson Mandela, just the Canadian version. Um, All right. Is that it? Are we done? (sighs) Yeah. Well, this this, is so I've now talked about this game for four hours now. You did a three hour stream? Yep. You should have told me. We could have waited until tomorrow. Yo, what, what what are the comments saying? So what, what are your guys' thoughts? Like, if you could sum this up and like, okay, okay. One award. <laughs> Yo, h- how many people are watching this right now? Uh, 50. 50 people. Okay. I need you guys 
to give me one word in the comment section. What was this game to you? Was because we we all know Half Hope has his lexicon of baptism, circumcision, reincarnation, exorcism, deconstruction, reconstruction, whatever. So, what is this game to you? I I, I need the comment section to help me out. So, what 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 should we be calling this? Baptism. I lubrication feels like it should be more than a three-goal margin double H. Look, I said I'm very happy to revise the things, but since I need to actually look at actually what because I need to actually look at what his six goal margin is. I think this this might, it might be, be sacrifice. Yeah, I think, Omar, I think Omar Chill. Omar. That's colonization. <laughs> Rape. Don't put that on screen, man. <laughs> Come on, man. A decay. Okay. Genocide. Wow. Blissful penetration. <laughs> A meme. No lube. Just vibes. Um, wow. Okay. Now they're coming in. Ending. Oh, wow. PK said, if I have to go to make it better, then I have to go. Yeah, I read. He was like, you know, this was... It, basically, it, was, it wasn't good. Um, sacrifice, homicide, a cleansing, persecution. Eight goals is a well, see half a goal no, by no, the no, margin. The, there's the margin. So, uh, so the what you want to do? Do you want to choose the goals or do you want to choose the the margin? See, you know what? No, I like that. See, that's a funny thing. You see, eight two is worse than six zero. Okay, what's worse, six zero or eight eight two? Six zero. It's the same margin, and you did nothing. No, you know what? Eight two is worse. See, six zero is okay. That is what it is. It's just something about it. We're letting it eight goals, <laughs> and even those two goals are even laughable. What, what? No, the Suarez goal was really good, actually. It was it was very good, but then the other one was was, was an own goal. A very good own goal. What are we looking at? Crucifixion. Wow. Damn. Shattered fruit. <laughs> Why a lot of these are biblical, you know, like baptism, crucifixion. What is it about? Um, de-revelation. I can't even pronounce that. Got lock a dissection, a backshot. <laughs> what? <laughs> they took eight backshots. Damn. Comedy, a refinancing, Schadenfreude, um, comedy. <laughs> The bombing of Lisbon. Oh boy. So like okay, I, I get you. I get you. Um red pilled. Eight is almost ten. That's true. A glitch in the matrix. <laughs> Shut in freight. <laughs> but is that's taking pleasure yeah, in, in the misery of others. Yeah. yeah. Um Bayern beat Barca with a penetration, eternal judgment, and excommunication. <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> no, basically, I think oh, I came up. I came up with a very simple because, like, we've had the miracle at, at Campano. I get it. I got you. Okay. So basically, we have, we've had the miracle at Campano. Okay. We had the nightmare in Paris. This one is simple. What's the nightmare life? in Paris? That's Man United. Oh, PSG. Okay, okay. For me, this is very simple. This is, and it's not even a sexy name. This is the Lisbon bloodbath. Lisbon bloodbath. What we witnessed was a bloodbath. 
I don't know. I don't know if I like that. No, no, no. For me, it's very, it's, not, it's just very, like, you can see open penetration. This was a bloodbath because what Ban did was brutal, violent, and aggressive. Because there was something sinister and mean with what happened tonight. And it was, basically, it was bullying. <laughs> so for me, it was a bloodbath. Do you, do you know what the, 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 the lasting image I'll take from that, from this match, is every time Bayern Munich scored and they showed Thomas Muller, his face of screaming <laughs> is very scary. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is. It's very intense. It's like you're up by seven goals, man. Like, oh, not seven goals, but you're up you're seven, two. Do you need to be screaming like this? This is, hey, take it easy, man. I, I get it. Like the first goal, you know, cool. He he, he celebrates. Like whenever you watch old football matches, you know when you watch old football matches and that there's no real celebration, they just run around and jump in the air. That's what Muller Muller gives me those vibes of like you're a footballer from the 1970s just trapped in 2020 somehow. Um, and you know, I thought he was finished. I think a lot of people thought he was finished, but he's not finished. This guy's still rolling, man. Because he, he, he's a player who like um. He's, he, his game's never been predicated on physical attributes. It's all mental, basically, and just being in the right place at the right time. So maybe, like, if you're going through something in your home life, or you have a baby, or you're just you're not getting enough sleep, or whatever, maybe that could affect you. But once you get back on back correctly and you get things right again, it's just the mental aspect clicking. Because he's never going to be fast. He's never going to be like dribbling players left right. He's just there every time. So it's good to see him back. Um, what else? The Lisbon massacre. The Lisbon lashing. Okay, I like that. Lisbon lubrication. Um, <laughs> Bavarian massacre. It, it, it has to be alliteration. So you got to find Lisbon L something. So I'm like lashing, lubrication. No, no, no. I've, I've seen... no it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a bloodbath. Man. I've seen lynching. I don't like when people go that far. Like chill no. with like chill with like all the rape things and lynching and that ventures into a territory that's not nice. Um a revolution. Um <laughs> <don't kill me. laughs> he said law and order special catalytic. <laughs> 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 oh god. <laughs> COVID 82. Damn. Um Yeah, man. Wow. It is what is it about Germans? I don't know, man. It's the, you know when you get into stereotypes about just like ruthless efficiency and all that kind of stuff, man. I guess it plays out in the football too. Um the licking. I don't like Lisbon licking. Ugh, that sounds that sounds bad. The Lisbon whipping? Nah. <laughs> nah, King Darian. That, that one doesn't work. I don't know. Somebody out there will have the name of it. Maybe it needs to be like in Portuguese or in German or Spanish. You know, maybe English doesn't have the correct I don't know. Sound for, for what we need. Um Bavarian coronation. Eh, you would you would have to do this in a final in order for it to be a coronation. But yeah, um, have hope, man. 
what what's your lasting image of this of this match? What do you what do you think will stick with you for like time? I think Messi's head down. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to last image for sure. <laughs> you know what I'll think of? I'll think of Alaba scored an own goal. And just the the nonchalant it's like they didn't care almost. It was just like, oh, it's fine. We'll do, we'll get it back. Don't worry about it. Mm. I would if somebody if Muller scores in the fourth minute, Alaba has the own goal in like six or seven. It says seven on the screen. Um, so you're thinking like, yo, like this is actually a big deal. Like, you know, you just gave them a goal, and it was a really, really bad moment. But the way Neuer was just kind of like, hey, it's all right, taps him on the back. Yeah. His, his teammates were very cool with him. It's like they knew. It's like, bro, don't worry about it. We're about to give them seven more. <laughs> it's like, damn, like, so that will last. Just like the way Neuer tapped Alaba on the back, like, don't worry, we're good still. It's like they knew something that we didn't know at the time, and then, yeah, it was like it was it was, it was like they were they chilled, man. Very they... calm, cool, collected. The three C's, you know. Um, so yeah, so that that'll be my moment. Um, but yeah, shout out. Why did Abadal have to get sacked first? I'll let you guys think about that. Huh? 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 No. <laughs> no I think Satan was sacked first, man. I, I read Abadal. But like I said, man, it, there has to be a clear out. So whatever. All right. We've, All right man. We, we've been rambling. So yeah. Shout out to. Uh, whoa. Not saying that out loud. Jesus. Not going to Nick Cannon me. Um, <laughs> we will see you guys on on Monday um, on YouTube and Tuesday if you listen on the on the podcast regular. So shout out to everybody. Yeah, I mean, so, so basically Monday we'll know who the semifinals will be. Yeah, so we will and, see you guys. and we'll know who United will be meeting in the Europa League final. Okay, all right. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Or yeah, next week. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.